I hope you're ready for a sexy, sexy Christmas with your family <laughs> and with us. Yeah, put us on. Oh, at we your are Christmas your family. Yeah, we are your you're family. Lonely and <laughs> you have nothing going on in your life. Have so. you seen that picture? It's like a little kid sitting in front of like a Fisher Price set, like, and it's a picture of other kids, and they're just like hanging out with the other kids. It's like this is what podcasts feel like. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> I'm sure I will soon enough. Welcome to a very merry. I call it a Christmas special, but nothing special about it. I mean, we have some Christmas stuff to talk about. But we're not even going to get there right away. Yep. So I hit a deer. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking what? (laughs) So I had a hockey game last week. We won. God damn. We won. That was ecstatic. We won. How's the fucking car, though? Did the car win? Yeah. So He should see the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) So I I, I was driving home, and... Uh, I actually didn't even, I had a beer after the game, and then it was like, well, I got to get out of here, because it was a Sunday at 9.15 was the game, so I got out at like 11 on a Sunday, and I had to work Monday, so I had one beer, left the hockey place, or left the rink, uh, and I was driving home, Brittany had to had an exam the next day, she asked me to pick up some McDonald's coffee, I was like, do you really want that? Yes. You really want diarrhea? She said yes, so I, I stopped and got it. I got off on uh, on the exit, picked up the coffee, got back on, just got up to speed, and my headlights... Highway or freeway? It was highway. I was pushing okay. 70, and but it's like back, it's like back yeah. roads highway. There's no medians or anything, um, and my headlights just see four hooves, and I'm going 75 miles an hour, and two seconds later, it's like, oh, that's a fucking deer. <laughs> and I'm on top of this thing, and it's facing east. So you just I'm in the right, down? I'm in the right lane, and I'm like, all right, I'll get over. Or actually, I was in the left lane, and I was like, okay, this deer's in the middle of the street. I'll get over to the right. It was facing like it was going to run left lane, so it looked like it was going to go the... Who's going to blink? The, <laughs> into the lane I was in, yeah. So I, I dove over to the right lane, and this motherfucker does a U t- does a U right in the middle of the street and tries to book it back into the lane I was in. It literally ran its head into the side of my car. I didn't even hit it head on. It bumped its head into the side of my driver's side uh uh kill shot wheel well. No. I heard a thunk though. It probably walked off like 10 feet and then died. Oh man. But yeah, I, I I was going 70. It was just like, oh, shit. If I stop, I'm going to... I can't stop in time. So I tried to go around it. It ended up turning, running into the side of my car. I pulled off right away. I like got out with my phone. It's like, oh, where's that deer? I don't see it. Looked at the side of my car. No Instagram, damage. Instagram fodder right here. <laughs> no damage. Yeah, no damage. Oh, man. Lucked out, I guess. I think, though, something might have happened with my alignment. I'm not 100% sure. Hmm. I should probably go get it looked at, but man, that was a thunk of the ages. And I, all I could think of was that thing is bleeding out of its inside I'm its own. Rooting some poor deer's Christmas. <laughs> all no, you all I could think of was that thing's bleeding etern- <laughs> internally, and it's like it's having Eternally. blood in its brain. Brutal. Yeah, it's having brain bleeding. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. It's Christmas, so I did a ton of shopping today. I was gonna say on the topic of deer. Um, hitting a deer. My dad hit one 
when we were living up north with like he had one of those big Chevy conversion vans. And it was like when vans were vans, you know. <laughs> when they had wood paneling on the side. Yeah, they did. They had it was like a nice van. All the seats had fold down armrests. It, the yeah. yeah, they had fold down armrests. You could rotate the seats around to like, everybody had a their own cup holder. <laughs> <laughs> that actually had like a little table that had cup holders around yep. it. I'd seen those. Those yeah. are kind of tight. I had like this little like impromptu stripper pole. You just like put the fucking pole in for the yeah. drinks to hold up. I always wanted one of those when we were in high the school. The mattress in and... the back, so you could seduce, seduce children with candy. No, I I would have left the back seat. I always wanted one of those for just high school shenanigans where we just drive around for and smoke a bunch of pot. Yeah, just drive around endlessly <laughs> in the in the middle of nowhere. Oh, uh, back in the Manchez runs and shit. Yeah, then we, you know, you go to the gas station. We'd all have cup holders, a little table for chips. So, Dad hits a deer on Halloween. <laughs> it was like a twelve In the Astro. Yeah, it was like a. It wasn't an Astro. It was a Chevy. Okay, Chevy. Okay. Um. So he comes to pick me up from the school function. I literally went as a box of Diet Mountain Dew. This is like when, yeah. What are you, you fucking went as Tab? <laughs> yeah. Just imagine my, the, what do you want to be for Halloween this year? Tab Cola. Uh, <laughs> I want to be a box of Mountain Dew. I actually uh, uh, won like a little costume contest for that. But um, why? <laughs> because. What was everyone else? I don't know, some fucking rubber mask that they went bag, and A bought. bag of Cheetos? It was, okay, it was like me and this other kid who actually had one of those badass masks where you'd squeeze the heart and the blood would drip down the face. Yeah, I remember a couple kids had those. I did not get one of those. Mm. But yeah, the one where you squeeze, you pump it and the blood comes out yeah. and you wish it screamed too. We got, and went, the, wrong ah! <laughs> we got the wrong holiday. Krampus. We're covering <laughs> Krampus here. So uh, my dad, he comes to pick me up at school. It was like a 12-mile journey from where we lived to the school. So That's he, fun. He comes back and he's like, I hit a deer on the road home. And I was like, oh. But then we got to like where he hit the deer. It was just like a fucking puddle, bloody mess on the road. No deer, but it was just like, here's where he hit the deer. <laughs> just blood all over the Happy fucking Halloween. pavement. <laughs> Happy Halloween, son. It's <laughs> <laughs> all spooky for you. Put a little blood on the street. Uh, yeah, I. I've been in a couple deer crashes now. I feel like I should bring this up now because there's not much more to the story, but I found a news story of a guy who was he was poaching deer for their heads to sell, and he was just like leaving the bodies, and he had like a bunch of deer that he had killed. And the fucking judge that sentenced him in his sentencing said he has to watch Bambi. Oh yeah, that is like what, that is like a, a punishment we would think up, right? He has to watch Bambi once before the twenty third, and then he has to watch it at least once a month during his year sentence. That's like some <laughs> shit we would think up. That also reminds me of Adam's family, where uh, they go to the. It's like a Christian rehabilitation camp. Oh, I, I thought you meant like a friend Adam because you're like Adam's family. No, the Adam's family. Yeah, oh, you didn't. I you gotcha. left the the out. The, uh, like some Soviet but fake when, news art article. You've seen that movie? Like Wednesday and them are at this uh, 
this camp that's basically like yeah. trying to reform them and make them into step for children. And happy. And they like happy. put them in a. <laughs> they put them in a. a Isn't shack. that guy from Mad About You one of the counselors? I think so. <laughs> it's hard to remember. I haven't seen that movie for a while. Fucking child Christina Ricci, Ricci, creepy, creepy little Christina Ricci. <laughs> that's like a tongue twister. Creepy little Christina Ricci. <laughs> <laughs> say that five times fast let us know if you could do it in the comments below oh, nice <laughs> really do though uh Can yeah do it? and by the way facebook Don't lie, we'll know facebook we're on it get up on there if you're fucking 50 years old and still use facebook or if you're or if you're quitting and you have another social media platform you like to reach out us reach us on let us know in the comments below yep. on youtube <laughs> Yeah, this is this is the story you sent, Missouri deer poacher. So like, the the plan was he taxidermying the heads? I think he had like a too? whole crew. Like some of his kids were involved in shit. Yeah, they were taxidermying and like selling them for profit. Dad. I kind of picture the taxidermy job since it was involving his kid, like being really crappy, mm-hmm. like the tongue hanging out and the eyes being like children's marbles. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a really poorly done taxidermy job. You can see like stitch marks. Actually, be kind of cool. So, so it's part our Christmas, of the artistic. <laughs> our Christmas episode has turned into a more of an episode of horrors. I was kind of uh, going for that. I was trying to look up like Christmas traditions from other countries and just try to find the odd ones, but nothing particularly horrific. But you got that story I sent you about the Chinese town that canceled Christmas. Yeah, I did see that, which is kind of funny because there's not a very big Christian population in China. I don't even think there's really a big following for Christmas in China. My understanding is New Year's is their big giving gifts and celebration. Yeah. Same with uh, Russia. But in the big cities, like um, because they had more of like a Western influence on them, like Beijing. Like Hong Kong, for yeah, sure. Yeah, Hong Kong and uh, one other city is Christmas. Christmas is pretty big there. It's all that business, baby. But yeah, they canceled Christmas. I don't really think... Uh, I wanted to send the story and go on a... I'm just imagining a fucking... No, no capitalist, a real capitalist life, holiday. A real-life Chinese heat miser. Just, like, singing his glory. He's like, yes, Christmas canceled! <laughs> I'm the heat miser! I was kind of hoping it would be a big uh like an anti-capitalist <laughs> i was hoping for more pictures in the article but it's actually just a bunch of people dressed up for christmas in china apple's getting the fucking smackdown in china man they're uh getting a banner for iphone sales in china yeah it's there was seemed to be some fallout with the uh trade war the whole trade war and a number of other things going on yeah, Apple and uh, Facebook's taking a harder tumble right now, or at least Zuckerberg's in the crosshairs. But of the U.S. government and the EU, but Apple, but for Apple China, seems like, like it's getting lined up for some some foreign government targets. China has fucking competitors that are they're offering Hawaii, like flag. Right? Yeah, Huawei. Sorry if I'm saying Huawei. Uh, yeah, if you know how to pronounce that shit, let us know in the comments below. Um, 
So, yeah, they have those other companies that are offering, like, flagship phone specs for, like, half the price. And Apple just really can't compete. What a shock. I know. Dude, Apple is just sticking it in their fucking consumers, man. And it's, like, crazy to see, like, these same things come up. It's like, ah, my fucking Apple thing is broken. And I can't do anything to fix it. Like, what should I do? It's like, buy a PC. For the last time, I said, no, don't tell me to buy a PC. It's like, okay, then. Okay. Why fucking ask? I feel like not just Apple, but a number of companies are... Apple hasn't necessarily felt it yet, but a number of companies are just refusing to, like, adopt or address their current business practices and are... Just like it's all, it's the, there seems to be a push recently where businesses are just like, it's the consumer's fault for not yeah. using our product. No, like, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of it will be just be like, oh, millennials are ruining Applebee's and Chili's. And it's like, are we though? <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, did, if I wanted to, you know, pour cement in my guts, I'd just do that. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it our fault that you guys suck? And we don't want to buy your products as much anymore. I don't. I don't think that's our fault. We also don't have the fucking money to like buy a lot of those things, you know. Especially if I know it's gonna break, like an Apple product. <clears throat> Zing. You know, to give them credit though, they do offer device support longer than a lot of Android devices do. Like, I can't help with that yet. oh my god, shut up! <laughs> Is that the Google Home thing yeah. going off? Yeah, Scared I don't know the why it fuck did. Fuck out of me! I was like, "You got a woman over here? She's just yes, sitting I've in the other a, room." Didn't even her say name hi. is Racing Green British. That's <laughs> <laughs> the actual. Uh, it's called British Racing Green. That's the voice I picked. I was also so, I was torn between that and the uh, the Australian. So girl. you have your own Google version of Alexa. Yep. Uh, and you can't say that in a podcast, man. That's like Google a, Alexa. You, you can't say you can't say the activation words because while I was like reviewing some of these products and stuff like that, a lot of the good content creators know they put it in the videos like I'm not going to say certain words so I don't trigger your devices because <laughs> I when don't they want say you that to get shit, triggered <laughs> when they say that shit in their fucking episodes it it will turn your devices on and start giving them commands they'll your device will go on from the keyword and then start listening to everything that they're saying and like firing off a bunch of false commands <clears throat> yeah i don't want your your alexas to get triggered (laughs) dude okay i didn't send this one i i just came across this story i was taking a dump before you arrived um alexa told somebody to kill their step parents yeah i got it up right here i sent that i sent that uh oh you did over too because i was just like this is too good because (laughs) i don't think we posted yet but we were working on a an ad lib video for an old episode of Garfield. Oh, and right. I was it. We were. <laughs> it was yeah, in a very yeah. similar vein yeah, to like what parents. <laughs> yeah, it was a very similar vein in what happened to this user's Alexa. So you want to fill everyone in on this story because I only read uh, a brief. I can't really blame them because it's kind of like some clever bot shit. You know, it's like a vocalized clever bot, basically. 
uh, probably a little bit more advanced. But they're sourcing answers. They're teaching it to like troll the internet and like draw its answers from the internet. And it's a vast ocean of shit out there. Yeah. You can't control everything that it's going to say. So, uh, honestly, I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> but uh, I kind of wish my Google Assistant had a little bit more, you know, snappy wit. I wish I could talk shit to it and it would talk shit to me. But that's not for everybody. Like <clears throat> the people who are worried about getting triggered. Okay, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, how how was this how was this necessarily possible? Wouldn't this affect multiple people's Alexas? Uh, not necessarily because it it's a new function. It's not like it's just the regular answer thing. There's like this new mode that they're trying to introduce where it, you can have more of a general, like a chatbot, you know? Okay, so here's, okay, I guess here's the real question. How do I get my parents' Alexa to do this at, at their <laughs> home when, after I'm done visiting for the holidays? I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not an Alexa user. I went with the uh, Google option because I don't particularly like Amazon's products, like their hardware. I don't really think they're... Like the like their streaming service is probably the worst out of all the stuff, because and it's just something that they like tack on to some stuff. I have gotten a decent amount of like viewing out of it though, but it's not like something that I got Amazon Prime for. Mm. But I've never I've always thought that their um, their Fireline was garbage. You know the Kindle Fire. I always thought it was like someone like it was a device that like my mother would get you know my parents got a kindle my mom my mom for a little bit yeah but now they just buy books again right and it's i i always thought it was kind of dumb to buy the fire because it was like you could just get the kindle app on any other tablet why would you just get some like knockdown version of it it did it didn't even used to be a, a variant of android now it is so I think they're a little bit better. I can't really speak for more recent models, but the you earlier one. ones you probably was just haven't like, even used one or seen one in ages. I haven't seen a Kindle still in ages. Them. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. People can enjoy what they want to enjoy. Yeah, enjoy what you want to enjoy, but you know, I'm still wrong. You're <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Well, I'll have to look into this. So after Christmas, I can get my parents' Alexa acting inappropriately. <laughs> they have one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just got my dad a uh, a Google Home Assistant. One bot described sexual intercourse using words such as deeper, which on nice. its own is not offensive, but was vulgar in this particular con- context. <laughs> so it looks like you can get it to talk about a number of inappropriate things. But again, it's like a certain mode it has to be in, or it's not just like giving you um, like direct answers. It's Amazon like download like program shock my parents. <laughs> Did you see that? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking. Uh, uh, I'm gonna not say the activation word, but uh, Amazon play Skyrim. <laughs> when they <laughs> did you see that joke? Uh, they did it at an E3 when they no. were announcing um, their Elder Scrolls mobile game. And then their um, 
Skyrim 6 or whatever. Yeah, uh, Skyrim 6. Elder Scrolls 6. What the fuck's wrong with you? Um, but they had that, like, uh, Key and Pele guy. I don't, which one is it? Key and Pele, yeah. <laughs> Key and Peele. Uh, one oh, of them was man. doing the... Um, the commercial for that and it had him like jokingly playing skyrim on the taller dude who's on the amazon device the taller bald dude who does all the fun stuff Mm -hmm. because i don't remember which one's which anymore i think that's key i never really got into their show and a couple good skits yeah they had a couple good skits but uh Fucking, I kind of agree with uh, Chappelle, man. He has been known to say is like, after he quit, and then you know he took the high road on that, and he just had to like watch, and he's like, man, those motherfuckers are doing my show, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not, not because he's black and they're black, but because it was like a stand-up comic Sketch doing show. sketches, yeah. yeah. And he's just like, motherfuck. I, he made he made out good in the end, though, man. Like yeah. forty million for a set of four specials when he just does that shit like all the time he'll just like walk into comedy clubs unannounced and do sets that are like hours and hours long yeah i mean i he, you can't be that mad you you left it mm-hmm. i mean you had your reasons for leaving it but you did leave it mm-hmm. so can't be too mad they just filled the void that Chappelle's show was so much for. better, though. I know, but he's so much better. They tried to fill the void that people were clamoring for. People were looking for more. But I feel like uh, Key and Peel, Key and Pele, um, <laughs> was um, it was like Chappelle's show mashed together with looking excited with jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is that a, is that a good analogy for it? I, I just feel like some of the stuff, some of the skits that they were doing, just it, it was more like some like thespian kid doing it than a you know a stand up. Because I don't think I he think it or was Peel more... was like stand up comedians. They were like they one was from Mad TV, so it was like comedic it acting, like, not uh, stand up. It felt like Chappelle show, but the person handling it had on like a pair of latex gloves and a and a mom's house cleaning apron <laughs> and was just like we're gonna clean this up and drop it back in the oven we're gonna reheat dinner for you kid <laughs> oh, no granted there were some it's <laughs> yeah. still good i'll just cut this little moldy bit out here and uh, throw that away <laughs> yeah i can say some stuff, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. That is definitely how it felt though. But man, the first skit with the uh not wanting the wife to hear you, that skit was goddamn gold. That was the thing though, like <clears throat> they had their moments. They definitely had their moments. Like I feel like it was better to watch the good ones after the fact on YouTube. Kind of like watching In the streamlined, the streamlined version of the TV show. All the good bits in one, you know, one go. It's kind of like getting the good stuff from uh, Fallon or Colbert the next day, uh, versus like spending the whole hour watching all of it. Kind of like some show that I know that I might be on right now. 
<laughs> I actually need to um, get back to in the habit of doing some highlights. So, hey, if you if there's a segment that you are listening to in this show that you feel should be highlighted, let us know in the comments below. <laughs> uh, the the highlights of TV shows, though. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh, sir, oh, have you been drinking tonight? <laughs> yeah, the you're fucking two, the two freaking sips I took out of right? this thing. Your fucking headlight is gonna finally the the element in it is finally gonna short out from hitting the deer, and you'll be driving around. I just with replaced one that fucking too. headlight, and then uh, the an officer is gonna pull you over and just smell the beer that you just dumped on yourself. No. <laughs> oh, and that's a bad mess. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to talk about TV show highlights. Some having to do with John Oliver, but... Oh, another video from John Oliver. <laughs> Last night. Did you see John that Oliver. fucking clown part of the YouTube review? Like John Oliver? Yeah. Uh, he re- reviewed... You. Oh, the you know, YouTube in review, the, the year in YouTube review. Yeah, it's like a video that they I do watch it. every year. It's fucking. It used to be really cool, but now it's like pretty much being hailed as the cringiest shit ever. Like that Aji Pai <clears throat> music uh, video. About oh how, my god! Pretty much. Was that in it? No. Remember when the FFC? <laughs> no, nothing cool like that was in. Remember it. the FCC posted a video saying that in neutrality we'd still be able to use our fidget spinners and watch memes. I mean, gifs. I mean, memes. I mean, internet, you know? <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> um, basically... Hello, I love Fortnite, too. <laughs> I am Ajay Pai. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't steal my dance moves. <laughs> you saw that? That car. was around this time last year, I think, because he was, like, dressed up in a fucking Santa, Santa Claus, Claus thing. With his squirt gun, nerf gun fidget spinner duct tape to his forehead i was surprised to find out today that santa claus is an american creation it's based off of like other cultures stuff but like santa claus itself is an american thing that was i thought saint nick was a saint nick and santa claus are like like the actual um I thought Saint Nick was the arch of side of Santa Claus. Well, there's Saint the Nick. The nice side of Krampus. Krampus uh, and Saint Nick. Well, Saint Nick was uh, some fuck it, it. The story was that a um, a family did not have the dowry for a marriage, and Saint Nick came to help these two star-crossed young lovers, and to ensure that they could be married, he dropped the dowry that the person didn't have down the chimney. Oh. But then he found out they were in a sodomy, and then he stuck, <laughs> he stuck Krampus on him. And I thought, then Jesus sent him to hell. Because I, I thought the whole thing was... I thought the whole thing was, if you're a good kid, St. Nick puts black licorice in your wooden shoes and if you're a bad there's kid, a bunch of shit if like you're that. a bad kid krampus comes and spanks you and takes <laughs> you away that's the german one i think particularly but there's a bunch of shit out there like there's variations of it where like uh the gift giver comes sometimes it's the christ child sometimes it's a representation of the christ child it's literally a baby with wings and comes and delivers your mm. your presence um but what about With, robots? Like, the, you know, the good stuff and then the coal narrative. Sometimes it's like he gives you sticks. 
instead. <laughs> like, what about uh, because uh, all my holiday knowledge comes from Futurama. What about Robot Santa and, and <laughs> Ramadan Bot? Oh what my about god! Their, uh, I never saw Ramadan Bot, but I remember Robot Santa very vividly. Yeah, there was an episode where they <clears throat> a number a number of the Christmas episodes where they're either fighting Robot Santa or in one of them they have to help Robot Santa. They run into Ramadan Bot, who's just like, oh, I'm still handing out flyers about Ramadan and trying to get people to, you know, understand what it's all about. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. Um, one of the traditions I had hit upon was in some countries, it, it's customary for there to be a locked room that the kids are not allowed to go in. Don't go in that locked room. It's mommy and daddy's... <laughs> Sex pit, right? That's what I was thinking. They're supposed to decorate the tree and not let the kids see it so they can reveal it to the... It is a new world for Kitty to explore. You know, that kind of thing. The the ma- majesty of seeing the Christmas tree for the first time. That's kind of cool, though. Like, you have to put all your... you only, in, that, in that respect, you only have to put all your decorating into one spot. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do the rest of the house. Which it's I guess is room, cool. Which is, which is going to be <clears throat> Billy's closet, which you'll also refer to as his new room. And then he can just live underneath the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going along the thoughts of j- just like you. It's like, oh, this is going to be mommy and daddy's fucking sex dungeon for a little bit so they can get away from the kids. This is mommy and daddy's Christmas time. It's like Friday before, after next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't next seen that Friday. one. Sorry, next Friday. Friday I've after only seen next the is the Christmas one. Mm. Next Friday... Uh, has Mike Epps and they go to Rancho Cucamonga and Craig's parent Craig's Craig's step no, doesn't Craig's matter. Aunt, Minor Craig's deal. aunt Minor has detail. like a sex dungeon <laughs> in that one. Yeah, was, for the only con- oh yeah, I guess Christmas and sex dungeon. I was gonna be like, is that the sex dungeon came up and that's what you thought of? But no, it was like no. Christmas when I too. think of a when I think of a sex dungeon, I always think of that one though. Why it was because, really good? Well, just like the visual layout of it was like a compart- compartmentalized like shelving in the back, and each one was like a a dildo in each in each. Uh, compartment when it was like just like the lighting in there you was like oh this is a sex dungeon this is like <laughs> this will now forever be the visualization of a sex dungeon like a rack was in there and like a sex swing although if you burn after reading or wait what's the one with george clooney i don't know and brad pitt brad pitt after works reading, at a gym yeah that's burn after reading right mm-hmm. brad pitt works at the gym it, and uh but george clooney makes like that sex uh, the sex chair. <laughs> I know you've seen like a video oh, clip. Oh yeah, of it, that where chick like, from uh, that chick like, from fucking Fargo is like staring at it. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, I yeah. got something to show you. Been working on this in the old, the old workroom downstairs, and it's like a, um, it's like a bicycle seat, but the middle's open, and like you pedal on it, and like then Mr. The- Garrison's fucking revolutionary car thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The, the Uniwheel or whatever. You know what I almost it? bought you for Christmas? I almost bought you a fractured but whole South Park game. So I was like, Stefan likes South Park. But then I remembered the last game you gave me was fucking Dream Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it and it was like, the guy's tag name is just too fitting. 
Oh, Dream Dad? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Played that for like 15 minutes when Sean came over. He was like, so Stefan got your Dream Daddy, man. I got to see this. I was like, all right, I'll download it. And? It's fucking gay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally. You You can't even chastise me for it. The game is gay. <laughs> uh, Thanks, uh, Stefan. That's funny. And now it'll forever be in your library. You'll be scrolling through your Steam games. and yeah, It's right there, staring at me, waiting for me to pick it back up. So, um, speaking of sex dungeons, the movie that my mind always goes to for sex dungeons is the one that... that Fucking uh, the one other movie other than Star Wars, I've seen Hayden Christensen in. Fucking Euro Trip, who was like the spiritual oh, successor yeah. to Road Trip, and they're at like some kinky German sex club, and they bring out like this fucking dildo jackhammer thing, and the dude's like tied up, and they give him the safe word, and it's like Opel Bruchstig Sturpenheimer, something he can't pronounce. <laughs> so they're just like jackhammering him in the ass. And he can't say the safe word properly because he has to say it exactly correct and he can't yeah. do it. That's why in The Goods, uh, what is that movie called? The Goods Live, or, Live, Die, and Sell Hard or something. It's a, it was a Will Ferrell film. Uh, the safe word is blueberry pancakes. Mm. My favorite safe word were, will forever be Oklahoma. From uh, when Live they got hard, Preston, f- from when they got Preston in uh, Jackass, they got him a couple of dominatrixes in a hotel room. Yeah, the goods live hard, sell hard. It's about auto dealing. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> give a fuck about some Will Ferrell movie. I, I mean, only want new Will Ferrell movies. Only, I, think- I only care about Will Ferrell's friendship with fucking um john c Riley. yeah it was john c Riley. i mean i think will ferrell was only in it for five seconds he falls out of an airplane dressed as abe lincoln and his backpack is full of dildos sounds like a fucking hit sounds like a great movie hey will you want to make 30 grand you only have to do one thing <laughs> sure yeah, jump out I'm of an airplane it. dressed as will ferrell i mean dressed <laughs> as <laughs> dressed as abraham lincoln and pull this pull this parachute cord and dildos will come up Mm. All right, enough of... Well, not enough of sex. I want to talk about this disabled man changing his mind about the head transplant. I was really excited to see how that was going to go. Right. I mainly... I didn't really... I just wanted it to be like a bookmark, basically, because the article itself is uninterested. Basically, he had a... He got married, had a kid. Good for him. Like, uh, here, we'll show you. Here's the wife. Like, woo. So... um. <clears throat> But what if she leaves him because he's not getting the head transplant? Right. Well, yeah. What if she was just doing that just to like get his money or whatever? But she had a kid. Yeah, so. she, they had a kid. Apparently, they have a really good relationship. They like get each other. But you she's know, she's got a thing for guys in wheelchairs, supposedly. Yeah, because they can't get away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess Ooh, he, he was, it's been a while since I had to pull a buzzer. <laughs> he uh, he was gonna have his head removed and put on a new body. I'm sure the body... By some fucking creepy German scientist. Yeah, it's something out of... Straight it was up, a like, Russian the Venture scientist, Brothers. but... Yeah, it's something straight out of the Venture Brothers. Uh, <clears throat> but the God, scientist... I remember a couple years ago, 
It was like the wee hours of the morning at Sam's house and Steve Owen came with. And Sam that... Sam had these fucking like those wooden things you put in your shoes to like stretch them out. And fucking Steve O like put them down the sleeves. Shoehorns. Yeah, yeah, yeah shoehorns. Oh, well, no, shoehorns what you slip in the back, I thought, behind your heel to get your shoe in and out. That's a shoehorn. Maybe. All right, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So these like he puts them down and like replaces his hands with them and he's like I woke up one morning and some German scientist told me these were my new hands. <laughs> and he just slowly rubs his <laughs> <That> face. <laughs> <laughs> I should upload that to the fucking channel. Watch for it in the coming weeks, people. Steve-O's like going to just be like, what the fuck is that doing up there? Well, it's comedy gold, sorry. It is. But, yeah, he was going to have his head removed and put on a new Adonis-like body. I'm literally picturing, <laughs> you know, I'm literally picturing, like, yeah, I, we killed Brad Pitt, and now you can have his body type thing. But uh, Paid good money for that shit. But, uh, yeah, he's getting it canceled, and it's just interesting because... In the article, the doctor who used to be based in Russia is now in China, and mm-hmm. he straight up just sounds they fund like that a, kind of shit there, man. Yeah, no, but he just straight up sounds like some mustache twirling villain who's currently doing it on dogs. He and literally, have you seen this guy in like fucking interviews? He literally comes off like the fucking villain from the Human Centipede, almost. All right, I he's will just like Google very right now. straight and to the point. Uh, but like he's like deadly serious and everything that it, yeah look at this guy he literally looks like <laughs> he literally looks like he'd be one of the doctors in one of the Resident Evil films. So so um, you want to do an impression of what his voice is probably like? I I can't remember. It's just like so creepy. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, he looks a little less creepy. He looks genuinely happy. Yeah, he expresses. Happiness. Yep, there he is in Half Life Two. <laughs> So, um, this guy claims nobody's seen proof of it that he was able to successfully transfer the head of, like, a monkey and some other, like, rats and monkeys, he was able to do it. Jeez, he's ripped. Uh, you know what he reminds me of is one of the evil doctors that was in an X-File episode there in a transplant this dude's brain. And Mulder actually got mixed up in it. They were going to use his body. They were, um, I remember when this initially hit, like, a couple years ago, though, they were talking about, like, some of the unforeseen consequences of it. It's, like, even if it was successful, just, like, think about, like, the chemical composition of, like, stuff that would be just, like, flooding your brain, basically, for, like, putting your head on somebody else's body. Like, what would they do? Would they empty your blood and put it in... To the other person's body? I don't know. We'd I don't even ask, think that's possible. We'd like have rejected. to ask a doctor. Here's a pot, more than likely doctored photo. Yeah, let's not put that up. Doctor, You'd have to ask Dr. Sergio Canevero. So the whole thing just sounded fucking crazy, but I was interested because this guy had essentially volunteered to... Um, it was framed like he was going to die anyways. And then he was volunteering. Yeah, in the his original life for article, it was like, "I'm going to die anyway. I'm so lonely. I'm depressed." But now he's got a banging hot wife, and he's just like, "I don't need any of that anymore." Maybe it was one of those, um, you know, like Ted Bundy cases where you know he had fucking a bunch of people just throwing it at him when he was in jail. It's like, "Oh, love me!" Like even Stephen Avery has a fucking girlfriend, so. 
But there's just something about like the fame and that stuff. You know, part of me thinks it's like um if you're like a killer or something like that, there's like this primal like draw to it where it's like, oh, this person will kill somebody to protect me. You're a bad boy. <laughs> you're a bad man. You're a bad boy. I'm a bad But I mean man. he's not really a bad boy. He's just kind of uh <clears throat> Oh, I was going more for like you know, you get famous and the and under some certain circumstances and glamorous Russian women just seem attracted to you. <laughs> you like that one? What a country. <laughs> I remember reading some article that they had they have they had some serious problems with alcohol abuse because they have so many lonely lonely men. single men and they usually die be statistics you're probably wrong but a lot of them die before 46 from alcohol mm. just because it's hard working in the gulag um well there's like a similar statistic for men in america that's not alcohol it's uh bullets this <laughs> is blowing their brains i had a fucking neighbor living here you remember marty martin crane <laughs> we we don't do the last names here, but um, that's from Frazier. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't a Frazier watcher, but yeah. uh, you are just by the virtue of your fact. Your dog has seen every episode of Frazier like six times over by yeah, now. And I used to watch it. Does she whine when the Frazier music starts to play? Does she know now? Uh, she hasn't watched it for a while. Oh, but um, yeah, man, he put a bullet in the head. In this building. In this building. Spooky. Uh, like, this year, it's kind of crazy just to, like, hear it. But it was like, Marty shot himself. And I was like, what? I didn't Whoa. Hear. Were you home when it happened? Yeah, well, he's not that close. Like, oh. but he is, like, not that far either. He's in the same fucking building. Yeah, that's wild. Hmm? That's wild. So, uh, will you, <clears throat> which one are we doing here? Well, speaking of... Putting bullets in brains. I had this terrible dream. I had this terrible dream, okay? Uh, I think it was Tuesday. And the basic premise of this dream was everyone in the world around me was, like, obsessed with The Office. And I'm not a big Office fan. But Steve Carell was actually a zombie. And is he was that why around? you? Is that yeah. why that fucking thing? Sh- <laughs> like I sh- it showed up in the news channel was like Steve Carell's zombie nightmare, <laughs> yeah. and I yeah. googled it. Like, what is this something like that I'm supposed to know? About? <laughs> you googled it. I wonder what I you. Go- I wonder what you got. But no, I, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is Stefan on? Because sometimes you do weird shit, but No, I. I, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Well, this is weird. But I had this dream and. Steve Crow was actually like a zombie. He was running around like biting people, and they'd basically become hardcore z- office fans. Yeah, just like I love Steve Carell, and they'd like <laughs> try biting other people. And I was like the last guy left. I remember before I woke up, I was like on. T- I had like I was basically running up flights of stairs on a skyscraper, and I ended up on the roof. And Steve Carell was up there coming at me with just the zombie. <laughs> no, I took a I took a shot at him. It went right through the the brain, but it didn't stop him, and he he got me. (laughs) (laughs) And I woke up, and I was an Office fan. Just kidding. Those are... (laughs) (laughs) You're like, ah! (laughs) 
Jesus. I'm just going to Google Google this because I can't believe you Googled it and I haven't yet. Steve Carell. There's Steve, nothing. Steve There's Carell. nothing comes up. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Because Stefan, we run a Slack just to like put the stuff we're going to talk about during the week. And Stefan, I'm assuming, I now know he just sent me Steve Carell's zombie nightmare. No context whatsoever, but just as a thumbnail. To like remind himself, and I'm looking at this like what? <laughs> Steve Carell zombie nightmare. There are tons of pictures of everything but Steve Carell. Like there's even oh that is Steve Carell. I thought that was, thought that was Jim Carrey. <laughs> That's because uh, he's Steve Carell from when he was in uh, the Geico commercials. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I scrolled away from it. Now there's no context. For okay, funny. But uh, <clears throat> can continue. I. Just I I was gonna truck. say I had a dream this week that I actually remember because usually you don't remember your dreams even the ones that are you wake up and they're like whoa that was weird and vivid and most people <laughs> they don't want to fucking hear about your dreams either but that was pretty fucking <laughs> but um I uh, had a dream because I've been working on like fucking uh, like spec drawings at work and this week somebody sent me something that had no like measurements on it just off of like a model, like a 3D model. And they're like, can you get the specs from this? And I was like, yeah, sure, let me look into it. And it was like something that had a bunch of like radiuses on it. And it wasn't really like set up to be like laid out well as far as like if you have no frame of reference from how it was made. So I just went through and anything that had something that could be measured, I just applied it to it. So then in my dream... Fucking send this off in an email for the person. This like really shitty drawing. I'm like, I know it's shitty. This is your nightmare, though. Yeah, you had a. Worse. It's not a nightmare. <laughs> well, it's I. It's kind of a nightmare, but I'm just like going about my business, and then like somebody shows up, and I'm like going about my interaction with them. Just I think it's at a store or something, and then I realize they have a T-shirt on, with the fucking drawing. <laughs> some chinese company yeah. started printed t-shirt it was just like uh what is this uh, why do you have that on your shirt it's like oh man it's the world's shittiest <laughs> <laughs> some chinese some chinese companies printed them by the boatload everybody in the new world knows and is making fun of you now <laughs> that's that's funny uh, all, that only, is so weird how shit f just from your subconscious though just creeps into your mind in your fucking dreams. And I know I know why I had the Steve Carell dream. There were two things. Also, the zombies that were bit by Steve Carell just did the office turn and look at the camera thing constantly. Oh, the gym through the blinds. <laughs> yeah, just the the dead look. Uh, <laughs> but I know I had the dream. It's because he has that weird new movie coming out where I don't know if you've noticed this like. In oh, the Steve one Carell, where he fucking has PTSD, but he's based like on a, a true story, and he like makes some like World War II reenactment thing with that dolls. His friends can play with in yeah. his backyard. So, I don't know if you've noticed this, but in a number of Steve Carell films, he'd ha he's had characters that have a fancy for like weird diorama, like making weird dioramas. Like, have you seen? Mm, have you seen that. Dinner with Schmucks? Nope. He makes, like, little mouse dioramas. Hmm. Now, in this new movie, he's making, like, a Barbie and Ken doll diorama, but it's going to be... Auto like, they're going to be moving in the film? If you've seen these these ads, have you seen the ads for this weird film? I saw him on... Uh, 
I think it was Colbert advertising it. And I actually saw like a scene from the movie. He's like in a courtroom and has a flashback. Like while the um, <clears throat> person who assaulted him is in there. And he like has a flashback and then like this whole like World War Two thing goes down and like everybody in the courtroom gets shot up and he like crawls out of the courtroom on his hands and knees. <clears throat> uh, no, I haven't seen that one. I've just seen the the like thirty second ad. But yeah, dioramas. He likes to you know. I, I think he actually likes formaldehyde. I think he actually likes the diorama thing. But yeah, in Dinner for Schmucks, it was a thing with making mice dioramas and doing taxidermy or whatever else, which brings us to this weirdo. Millennials really are. Ruining gingerbread men, <laughs> Stefan. They really are. They're, ru- they're they're ruining Christmas with this this stuff. Uh, yeah. So I found this earlier. It's pretty simple. Weirdo makes gingerbread man with a real heart for Christmas. He's like a fucking taxidermist. That simple though, because when I read the headline, I was thinking this guy made gingerbread cookies with yeah. That's what I was thinking. In it. No, it's <clears throat> actually. It's like acrylic or something. A lot. It's like a resin. It's a lot less. But there's mice hearts in them. The noose is a little bit overkill on the gingerbread man. Those are so you can hang them from the tree, Stefan. Yeah, I know, but he could have just (laughs) embedded a hook into into the molding process, much like Dude, that's like a butcher's hook then, man. Come on. Which is more brutal, a noose or a I guess? You've been killed versus killing yourself. So the, the image here is just, there's just some gray freeze dry. Oh, look, it's a candy cane noose, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it, it is a noose. That's, it that's really the, is yeah, a noose. It's a noose. He could have just tied a knot, but he fucking <laughs> did the slip knot, man. So, uh, you can see there's hearts that are inserted into the molding process, giving us some nice, big, smiley faces on these gingerbread molds. Gingerbread-esque molds. And obviously, this would be the face. Of is that a, the new Aphex Twin album cover? Yes, and I love the <laughs> mouth, the mice with the googly eyes that are on the mouths. So I'm guessing it's taxidermy. Wait, work. wait, 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 wait. Are his ears gauged with yeah. fucking taxidermy yes. mice? Yeah. Look at this motherfucker. I'd bet you'd love. Good fucking shit! I did not notice that earlier. I bet you would love to sit next to this dude on the metro, or the bus. Could you imagine that dude just here, like in the hardcore scene? You got fucking just like, you got you got fucking a hardcore show going down. You got the vegans on the scene, and here comes this fucking bro with his fucking ears gauged with dead mice. I I make taxidermied animals. What? <laughs> and then he'd like hold his hands cupped together out in front of you, and then he'd open it, and it would be like, "I made this for you for Christmas." Here you go. <laughs> it would be like just like the rat, a, a tail of a rat. Just like, wait, is that a real heart on the inside? Yes. It symbolizes love. Oh, but, here's some other things he's oh making. Oh my god. Popsicles, like these aren't even like. <laughs> oh my god! It's po- a popsicle stick mouse. I mean, where's he getting his stock? That's a little creepy because you know he's just not. He's probably I, just got a bunch. Mice fuck like rabbits. He's rodents, probably just but... going to Petco and buying like snake feed. Hmm. 
probably or something. That's a little morbid though, just to like kill something to put it into your your fucking like that's it. You just you just want its body and fucking kill it and taxidermy it. It's one thing if like you kill an animal and you use the meat and then you get the you know the the shit taxidermied to keep. But it's another thing if you're just like you got a conveyor belt of fucking like mice and you're just <laughs> so you have like a little a little a mousy little, bolt thrower. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, does he have a little uh, bolt uh, bolt gun or uh, bolt pistol? Mm. Uh, a yeah, the the cow. Yeah, it's a bolt pistol, captive bolt pistol. That's what you use to kill a cow. I yeah, think. whatever they gave you first in Quake. <laughs> <laughs> That's my frame of reference, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> this guy's just like yeah. I had, you know, a rig, real big backlog of cadavers. You know, I had 12 of them left, and I had so many orders. It's, you know, I, it's like you had 12 orders. I started on Etsy. <laughs> it completely took over my bead, my bead necklace business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Etsy, man, I joined this new Facebook group that I absolutely love. It's called... Um, Oils won't cure that, Brenda. And it's just like a collection. It's a Facebook page for people to like find people in the wild who are trying to cure serious diseases with essential oils. I read a very interesting story about a woman who put essential oil oils directly onto her skin and like burned her skin because you're supposed to use a like a solution to dilute them a little bit. And it was funny because act the actual response on it was like, I actually work at one of these facilities that produces these oils. They have no, like, medical benefit, but, like, they are scented. Like, the peppermint scent's pretty good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but it was like, you need to be diluting this stuff if you're going to be trying to use it, even as, like, a, a perfume, just because of the properties of it. It's like a scalding... It's a scalding chemical. Like, you can't just directly apply it. And this woman had, like, apply it, directly applied it behind her ears and it, like, burned away some of her flesh. Have you heard of something called black salve? No. I had, I had seen something that was, like, truly disgusting on this page this morning. So this was a subset of photos that this person had linked... Oh, yeah, I've seen this stuff. Yeah, to the group. Black Sav is essentially what they used to prescribe to people for, like, melanoma and stuff. It's basically an acidic salve that will eat skin. And it's been shown to really have no medical benefit in the curing. Just burns your, that. Yeah, your flesh. Yeah, it just burns off. your flesh. So this guy was... He had a fucking catalog of stuff where he was explaining his process of what he would do he said he would put a little dab of it on some bread and swallow it and this would force the lesions to the to come to the top of his skin and then he would apply the black salve to his skin and let it eat through all of his skin so and there was guy? pictures of it i was, it was gonna say so what does this dude look like fucking swiss cheese oh my god what is he doing looks so bad dude it literally just looked like some it almost looked like scarification except gangrenous almost 
Like what? What the hell, dude? He he's got to look like Swiss cheese. Like he's got to have a hole. All there the way was through. no like full body pics or anything like that. And again, this was something that had not gone viral. First it was just it something takes that was the sent black to that sav. Group. Then it eats the black sav. Then it puts the black sav on its skin. Like what? Oh god! What are you doing? I'm gonna have nightmares about that later tonight. I will too, because that's not something you want to Google. It's definitely scarring for life. I mean, literally, it is scarring for life. <laughs> Put it on yourself. This guy was fucking putting it on bread and eating it, though. Ugh. So this is this is one about uh, putting something in your body that in excess. Oh, yeah, it was mainly because of the salt. This lady thought that drinking a liter of soy sauce would be a good full-body cleanse. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a result of somebody trolling her online. They Somebody had basically told her that... Um, oh, yeah, you can lose some weight, just drink a bottle of It was a cleanse, sauce. though. The theory behind it was the salt in the soy sauce will go to your colon and it will draw the water to your colon because that's how salt works, basically. Yeah. But when you digest that shit, it goes everywhere in your fucking body. And, the, and it the, basically drew the, drew the water out of everywhere in her body. And uh, it looks like the it looks like the individual that had had recommended her to drink a liter of soy sauce told her it would be a bad idea to drink any water because it'll ruin the cleanse. So right. she just down, downed all that sodium. Oh my god. And then it says here Resisted all urges to drink any water over and the vomit. next thirty minutes while driving home. She um, basically it like started to draw the water from her muscles, and then it started to draw the water from her fucking brain and caused her brain to shrink, thus damaging it. How stupid do you have to fucking be? <laughs> like you, you uh, where are you getting this from? Facebook. Think she got it on off Facebook? Uh, 4chan, like, I'm guessing something like that. I don't read even, it. You know what though? I don't even think that that she got it off 4chan. You know, like I don't even think. I think Joe Schmo or CG, as she's referred to in this article, got it off Facebook. I really do. That's like some shit. Um, you'd hear about circulating on Facebook where it's like, oh, is your fucking windshield frosted over? Pour boiling water over it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just fucking shatter your shit but some there's been cases of people doing this shit just cause they're fucking dumb so did you get to the to almost the end of this story uh what was cause it? there is a great line here that so CG was in the hospital already for poor health and she revealed that she had done this because she was already in poor health mm. and she said that she had been Eating a oh a diet, diet primarily of the last three bread weeks. and something else and canned fish. So she was just eating <laughs> tuna and bread for three weeks. Oh, that's terrible too because canned fish is just like oh I'm sorry it wasn't three weeks it was six months. Ooh, so she was extremely deficient in vitamins and iron. Yeah, that's another terrible thing too because like just eating that much fish, well, you, the mercury would just build up in your system, man. <laughs> That's just, that's <clears throat> insane. So yeah. I wish it would say where she got this cleanse idea from. 
So you had people leave your leave your leave fucking your own cleanses in the your, comments below. Leave your soy sauce. Leave your fucking crystals. Your fucking woo healing energy. <laughs> Just stop. Stop with that stuff. Stop telling people that are seriously ill to try that shit out. Please get vaccinated so we don't get another yes, outbreak vaccinate of your fucking children. measles. You seeing that now? Yeah, there's a... The measles cases are just skyrocketing now. I'm almost convinced that the anti-vax thing is like the... I know you've heard this in the past, but uh, people saying that like crack is was introduced by the government or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm almost convinced the anti-vax campaign is like a an underhanded government campaign to get people to to drop population numbers where it's just like, don't vaccinate. We got to get that or, pop, those population numbers down. It's crazy out here. Or a certain political side to get the other one because it's mainly hard lefties who are going for that shit. Yeah. You know? And uh, I kind of have to. <laughs> I was pulling for it. This is strictly conjecture. <laughs> but but honestly, I could I could kind of see it. Just like a, I've seen a couple conspiracy talks where people are just like, "There's so much population, not enough resources." I know I know you've probably heard of them online. You probably didn't sit through them, but what I've seen uh I've seen like a really good um like logical argument for like we really haven't hit population cap and it will kind of like even itself out once we hit around like 11 to 12 billion because we still haven't hit like a true like population saturation where like uh for instance um China has a big problem right now because they've limited their, you know, birth rates, but they have a large group of the population who is getting old all at once. So they have to release the restrictions, basically. You gotta release the sexual tension. <laughs> well, you can, you can fucking not have babies, people, you know? Uh, but, uh,. We haven't really hit that point where that all kind of just balances out. We still are at the point where we have, like, like the baby boom. That's why boomers are called boomers. There's a huge baby boom of people who are just born in the same generational span, and the fucking population, like, multiplied like crazy since the end of World War II. Well, if it makes anyone feel better, I... Don't plan on having children. Me neither. And I told this to my mother on Saturday, who for some reason was under the impression that I was going to be having children, <laughs> and I damn near killed that woman. <laughs> She's like, like oh, Stephen, yeah. when are you going to give me a grandbaby? Well, she was like, yeah, Brian and Jess aren't, aren't going to be having kids, because my, si my sister is like a genetic thing. She has, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's called Ehlers syndrome. Her, She just has like some, some joint issues. And then my brother was just like, isn't oh and they've just decided to not my my sister did apparently hmm. but uh good my, on her i don't know a hundred percent the backstories i don't i haven't talked to my sister but my mom was like yeah justin justin brian aren't having kids but uh Stephen is i talked to Brittany, and i was like i'm not having kids and my mom was like what? gave me a look uh -huh. like i stabbed her in the back <laughs> 20 times julius caesar style just like what <laughs> 
Why Sorry, you mom. That? Is your mom a listener? Probably not. Your dad's just going to hear this. Just laugh his fucking ass off. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I think we'd, if, if we did decide we wanted to have a child running around and, you know, being a child, I'm not a big fan of kids. I think we'd adopt over, you know. I think I w- would probably go the route of um, I'm I'm 30 now, and when you're in your late 20s and early 30s, when you go on Tinder, it is three categories: ugly girls, girls with kids, or be single. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm thinking I'm gonna Step sign on. Doug? I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna sign on if I ever decide to have kids, I'll be the stepdad and I'll sign on, you know, halfway through the sentence. <laughs> so I only gotta do like eight years time. How about that? <laughs> How about that, Judge Stefan? Uh you, we don't have a clapping sound effect, but <clears throat> No, nah, I feel like those are so overdone. I hate those when fucking podcast play that yeah yay me yay me yay me but yeah don't look up a fucking clapping sound god damn it is that what you're doing cheer now get your head back in the game stop fucking typing that <laughs> shit out you're not gonna leave me out here to dry while you look up some fucking i want you to dry up cheer. like a sponge <gasps> i don't need it I need it. You should dry up like a woman that drank a liter of soy sauce. Oh, God. Sometimes I want to. Unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. You know, somebody at work was eating. You know what's um, funny? We had a a a Christmas party last week, and we had some leftover roast beef, and it's been in the fridge for like a week. And she's just like, yeah, there's some roast beef in there. It's still good. I ate it yesterday. I figured if it's good yesterday, it's good today. And I'll be like, I was like, well, at least if it's not, you don't got to come into work tomorrow. Did I tell you about the guy at my work that did the milk jug gallon challenge? Did I tell you about no. this? Uh, maybe. When? This is a while. Regale us, Stefan. This is a while ago. Okay, so this dude at my work was under the impression that he could drink a gallon of chocolate milk in under an hour. Uh, chocolate milk. At now, that. You have all you, the fucking sugar in there and shit, too? Just, under, syrup. Do you understand the science of the milk jug challenge, and why it's, and like what is supposed to happen? You're supposed to puke. I know that you're not supposed to be able to do it. Kind of yeah. like the cinnamon thing, but that's like an instant thing. But what is the science and why you can't you drink a gallon of milk in the amount of time it takes your stomach to digest the gallon of milk? It begins to curdle. So that's why you vomit is because you have milk curdling in your stomach. Oh, cool. It's not even something that a lot of professional food eaters can do. You have to very much train your body for it. It's just the amount of time it takes your body to digest. So this individual was under the impression that I can drink a gallon of milk. I used to drink a gallon of milk and go play basketball with my friends. I'll do it. Excuse me. I'll do it tomorrow. Who wants in on this bet? Oh, come on. Who wants in on this bet? And some people were going around and... Bet? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, bet? Oh, a bet? And somebody was like... Like some people came up to me and was like, what happens when people drink a gallon of milk under an hour? I was like, you die. I was just like, you die. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, uh, you're just fucking, you're just stirring the fucking pot yeah, here. I was just like, yeah, it's like, just die okay, instantly. milk challenge, a bunch of people can't do it. It's a thing. You'd think, you know, being a logical individual, just Google it. Yeah. So <laughs> I've was, never had the thing in my head, like, be like, oh, I should drink a gallon of milk just because it's a challenge but to do. This individual is likes the feeling of being on top and when he's Oh he likes to when be on top, huh? Yeah, when he's not. Oh man. It is he is just miserable. That, and he is That he sounds is, like a really interesting full, thing to like goes manipulate. Full, yeah, you he know, goes into full set up little of, fucking com- like just manipulate him like that. Set up competitive like stipulation for something that you know you want to like kind of coax him into and then just get him to do shit because yeah. of it. I haven't had the pleasure of working with him directly, but I've been around him and he is just he's the kind of individual that dishes out but can't take it mm-hmm. too. So he he was like, Yeah, I'm going to do this milk challenge thing. So I <laughs> you tape it? I, nope, because you, you can't record we can't record stuff at work. So Oh, he just he did it at work. Yeah. So that was the other thing, is it was like a huge Is this waste guy of, an engineer? No. It okay. was just this guy. <laughs> I didn't was think just, so. This guy, they wasted so much time with this goddamn thing. Uh, but this dude brought in a half gallon, and everyone was like, it's a gallon, not a half gallon there, bro. And he's like, oh, no, I got another one. It's in the fridge because I don't want it to get warm. So he drinks the half gallon, like, instantly. And then there's, like, 20 minutes left in the hour, and it's like, you got to drink the rest of that, like, the other half gallon, which he drank a quarter of, and then... Somebody didn't feel so good. Well, and you know who, who wanted everybody to get the hell away from him? The guy who didn't feel so good because he just drank a gallon. A he just drank seven, six eighths of a, a gallon. I don't know. He drank he drank a lot of milk. And it's just like, oh, baby doesn't feel so good. Hey, Google, how many quarts in a gallon? One U.S. liquid gallon equals four U.S. liquid quarts. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I mean, I guess that's why they call it a quart. So yeah, you drank like uh, uh, six quarts, you say? Maybe five, five ace. <laughs> yeah, five ace. He didn't get much. He didn't get much more than half. And then baby didn't feel so good. And then baby wanted everyone to get the hell away from him. And then baby got pissed off. And baby lost the bet. Puke. <laughs> oh yeah, he went to the bathroom and uh, his little his. On. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went to the bathroom and his little uh, lackey followed him, probably to hold his hair back. Oh, that's the worst though. Um. Yeah. Don't. Oh, you know what? Yeah. No, we shouldn't be promoting drinking liters of soy or liters of milk. What I was going to say Try both is at once, so. it, his strategy for that was all wrong. A, it's physically impossible. And B, if you're going to fucking do something like that that's going to fill your stomach, you have to do it all immediately. Otherwise, you're going to feel full unless you are a seasoned pro eater. Case in point, uh, Dave Tarantino. Meant, I'm, we've been mentioning him every fucking episode. Because he's the nicest guy hey, in the world. yeah. He is the nicest fucking guy in the world. He's like the Dos Equis guy, the most interesting guy in the world, but he's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Um, hey, Dave Tarantino, if you're listening, let us know in the comments below. He always does. <laughs> so, um, 
We go and do the Fuddruckers challenge, which is like the three pound burger with the pound of fries. Oh, yeah. You guys had the pictures of it. God damn. Like, fucking. He did it the year before and failed. And then, God bless his soul, he was dumb enough to go and do it again with but me. But he had a real strategy when we talked to him. He didn't. I did. Oh, yeah. He that's just right. fucking he just, he slopped like, on the fucking yeah, shit. He was like, I just want a regular ass burger with the works. Did, yeah. Else. It literally looked like he had. Taken a crab and fucking ripped its legs off and just was like holding its body and it's like crab juice was <laughs> just <laughs> leaking out of it. It was fucking disgusting to look at. Yeah, you were the one that went in with the plan. You were like, I don't want anything but a bun and a bur- and a patty, right? No, I put some jalapenos on and I put some condiments on it because I also wanted to enjoy it, but I didn't like sop it. So I cut mine into quarters. Which were like actual burger size. He just like, ah, like ate it for like the spectacle of it. Just I'm gonna eat the big burger. Ah, I love like it. It's though. just a big burger. I love <laughs> and it. And it was just like gross. It was like literally like he had fucking ripped the fucking legs off an insect and was just, and it was just like. And and Dave isn't a stranger to eating challenges. If you go back, no, no, no. If you go isn't. back to our episode with with Dave, he talks about his hot blazing hot wings challenge with. A couple of his amigos, mm-hmm. so I'll refer to them. So, I fucking slowed down. I made the mistake of slowing down. I probably could have made it if I just would have kept going, because I ate, like, almost, I, I'd say five-eighths of it, and then slowed down. I just, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to put my body through that sort of emotional, or. Er, not emotional, physical. Strain. You have to be emotional, you know. Uh, but you I'm, not gonna gonna go. bo- I'm not going to put my. I'm not going to put. I need to. It's so I need some I'm not going to put my body through the physical strain that I know is required to eat that much food, like uh, the hot dog challenges, where it's like eat as many hot dogs. Oh you can. my god! I, I am cannot not, watch that. I am not dipping a hot dog in and a bun in water. That's disgusting. I'm not going to do that with a hamburger. I'm not going to cut it into eighths and dip the bun in water just to get it all down. They should put a fucking asterisk by those guys' names. And fucking, if you want to be a true champion, you should fucking have to slide that shit down your throat with your own lubrication. It's got to have mustard. (laughs) Oh, man. The Chicago hot dog eating challenge. Shit all over Chicago and their fucking condiment edit their snobby fuck oh they fucking like to have a hot dog with literally everything from the fridge slapped on it like a fucking mess and then they have the audacity to, <laughs> to say no lift their nose at you with no ketchup no ketchup you can't do that we'll fucking shame you for it it's like look at that gross pile of shit that I actually personally think is delicious <laughs> but look at it you fucking put everything on the goddamn thing there's no nuance left over. It's just a pile of fucking shit. It's sweet relish, hot peppers, mustard, <laughs> onions. Uh, am I missing anything? Oh man, I just, I just, I don't really got care a what you put on it. there. Oh man, I, I suck at Chicago for real. I don't really care what you put on it, but uh, don't sh- don't shit on somebody for putting. But, Ketchup, but on ketchup's it, gross. So. Like fucking su- sweet relish is basically ketchup without tomatoes. It's like pickle ketchup. I just want to make sure I'm getting all the right condiments here. 
Oh, Must- that is mustard? literally the fucking picture. Mustard, white onions, uh, pickle relish, dill pickle, tomato wedges, pickled sports peppers, that's hot pepper, and celery salt. It sounds like a fucking Bloody Mary. The complete assembly of a Chicago dog (laughs) is said to be dragged through the garden due to the many toppings. When you say it like that, it fucking sounds like like you're going to get your kid a model kit. It's like my Chicago hot dog kit that they can put together with like fucking airplane glue and all that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here... Here's the closing statement from the Wip- Wikipedia episode. Uh, so the Wikipedia episode. Oh my god. Uh, the canonical recipe does not include ketchup, and there is a widely shared strong opinion among many Chicagoans and officiados that ketchup is unacceptable. A number of Chicago hot dog vendors do not offer ketchup as a condiment. But for National Hot Dog J- Day, July 19th, 2017, Heinz created controversy by introducing ketchup labeled as Chicago dog sauce. Ah! <laughs> to the state of many Chicagoans. I love that. That's great. I think that's hilarious. That's a, that uh, where's is a, Heinz from? It's like, hey, buds, fuck you. <laughs> you're, fucking with, uh, you're fucking with our... You want to take a guess? Take a guess where they're our from. Our bread and butter. Um, Heinz. Uh, Ohio. Ooh, Pittsburgh. Hmm... Who else is good at ribbon but those guys from Pennsylvania? It was like, hey, fuck you, Chicago. Philly and Pittsburgh guys are good at ribbon. I got to give it to them. Uh, what do I think? I think I love I love Chicago dogs. I think they're delicious. Yeah, they're great. I am just not a fan of ketchup. I don't like ketchup as a topping. I like it on certain stuff. On a hot dog, I don't mind it. I'm trying to think of what But I ice do. cream, uh, come on, that's where <laughs> I draw on, the line. Ed. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, what, uh, was that the I was Googling article ketchup. for two girls, one cup? Ugh. You know, I heard it might have been on? faked. Yeah, I was going to say, if that's what your mind needs, I think it might have, but if that's what your mind needs to help process that and make it all okay in your shelving spaces that's fine <sighs> who was the individual that was talking about that was that crispy and oh two girls one i don't know was it were those oh yeah that was after the fact that I was gotta, after the fact that was I the dream house boys after the fact we were talking in the kitchen i gotta give a um an apology to the greenhouse guys because the greenhouse boys, the dream house boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, uh, when I tried to post the dream house episode on the Facebook page, it just wouldn't let me. What? Like I posted it like three times and it just was like, Nope. And then, um, I would try to like get away from the page and like the post would almost disappear. Like it had posted and then when I would try to click away from the page, it was like, um, are you sure you want to go away from the page? You have stuff that is waiting to be posted. That hasn't been posted yet. And I was like, I'm just posting. It's going to show up like eight times to, in everybody else's feed, but it never did. So I have to um, go back and like, like tag them and post the episode again, even hmm. though it's been like three weeks. 
Jesus. I did do it on my personal account, and that's where the majority of our attention like comes from on that platform because we only got like 50 people on Facebook. So if you're out there in Facebook land, get get that fucking like it. Get that shove that thumb up my fucking asshole. Come, <laughs> on, right Come on, give me the good stuff. <laughs> uh, so speaking of ketchup ice cream and Ed Sheeran, and he's getting sued for a similar story that this. Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams story is in a in the vein of. Do you read is, this? Cop, I know all about this. I don't okay, know if you recall. I don't know if you recall. Actually, we were at. This was many years ago. This lawsuit's been going on for a while, but mm-hmm. we we had been at a number of parties, and even before that, this lawsuit started, I was like, they stole Marvin Gaye's song. Like this is. This is completely ripped off. This is like the vanilla ice under pressure really? type deal. And we had actually we were actually at a party and I was like, you need to turn this off because it infuriates me that this is that this is such a blatant ripoff. Like we could just listen to Marvin Gates better and that guy had it real shit. Because Marvin Gaye got shot by his own dad, if I recall. Yeah, something like that. But uh I I watched this story with uh Mild interest for a little while, but obviously lawsuits take forever. And I, I and I'm glad that uh, Marvin Gaye's estate ended up winning out because it's such a blatant ripoff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's interesting that you have more knowledge on it than I did because this story frames it like, oh, precedent is being set in this case because. The uh, they won on the stipulation that it rips off the vibe and the style, or uh, and not necessarily that it is a blatant ripoff. No, it is a blatant fucking ripoff of. That's not how they of, they presented of Marvin Gaye of probably Marvin Gaye's most famous song. Mm. Um, uh, no, I implore you go ahead and and give it a listen, and you'll just be like, this is. Well, I guess we it's it, there's no shame in it now. Because it's been stated that they will get the money. Uh, what are they getting? Like five mil or something? No, they get they get five mil for it, but they also get the revenue from the song. Fifty percent of all future royalties. Yep. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it seems like uh, a couple other artists are just mentioned in this story about plagiarism. Ed Sheeran and being one of them, which is how we made this incredible jump. Now it's probably not his fault. Ed Sheeran's just the the front guy, and whoever, you don't get that big without having somebody write your fucking songs for you. Yeah, especially at that that level. I'm not sure if you're as familiar with these stories, but I've seen a number of stories where artists get picked up by much larger labels than uh, some of the small homegrown stuff, like uh, I want to go with like Universal Mm. and stuff like that, where... Uh, I actually want to say it might have been Mac Miller many years ago. I remember me and Sean talking about it where s- this guy got basically a record contract and they were like, yeah, we'll f- fly you out to uh, Hollywood, Las Vegas, that type of deal, and we'll get working on a an album together. You can work with uh, Artist X on releasing like a, a feature on one of their tracks. And, you know, this individual... Uh, who I can't say with 100% certainty who it was, but this individual goes into the 
go heads to the interview process just excite ecstatic for this opportunity has like a backlog of work that they're ready to work with and basically gets sat into a conference room with a bunch of suits where they're just like you know what's hot right now pagers let's work pagers into this story <laughs> and this song you know like uh getting a framework into the the eyes of how like uh katie perry's tgi friday song would have been released where it's just like kids love onesie pajamas this is can like we the work story onesies? of how the last jedi got ruined yeah can we work onesie pajamas into this story and and kids pagers and you know what i think this needs i think this needs uh cigarettes kids are smoking <laughs> cigarettes nowadays you guys yeah. got them vape pens yeah, yeah. How about that cotton candy e-juice? How huh? you like to put that in there? Why don't you? Why don't you put that in your hook? And the guy, I remember the, uh, in the story, the guy was like, "Yeah, I had my notebook with all this stuff, and it was basically me and the other feature, the other feature artist on the end of the table. The other feature artist is just like on their phone the whole time, and he just like slowly puts his notebook like basically back into his pocket and is just like, I." can't do this <laughs> well good on him for having some integrity but uh you know probably passed up a bunch of money that he was gonna make and there is stuff you can if you have the know-how how to take you know just take it up the ass for a little bit and then reallocate what you've made with that you can jump start if you have you know a, an idea of what to do well i think said individual is in a pretty good spot still but i can't remember all the specifics of the story but yeah uh board meeting rap pop songs basically being written you know what do, what do you expect mm -hmm. but yeah I mean, i'm sure uh i'm sure uh ed sheeran isn't necessarily 100 percent, but there are a number of other stars that are listed in here along with like bruno mars and uh, that uh, is Madonna and Miley Cyrus getting swept up in uh, similar similar cases. Not that I know what all these cases are lining up with, but that is one of the reasons why HBO was one of the companies that everybody like really coveted to work with. If you were going to do your special, like stand up comics, before Netflix really took that like, over. Uh, Larry David's arrested. Uh, uh, <laughs> Curb your enthusiasm. Hello. Yeah, sorry. What? I gotta figure out what the fuck is doing that. Um, so, HBO was a company that was basically like, we'll buy the rights, we'll pay you, and we will have absolutely nothing to do with the directorial process. Like you set this up yourself. And uh, before Netflix came along, like that's why like all the major stand-up specials. I mean, were that's on how you HBO. got some really great shows. I yeah, remember yeah. when I was a wee lad. Has anyone heard of an ancient television series called The Sopranos? I never really got into it, but that's one of those things. It's like you you either thought it was okay or you loved it. Nobody hated it. Oh, come on. It was just like, it was the same as Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones back then, where it was just like... Back either, then, yes. Yeah, either you're watching it, or you're a goddamn nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm a goddamn nobody, I, I didn't watch Breaking Bad. I feel, like, I feel like Breaking Bad was way better than The Sopranos. Oh, I'm honestly. sure it was. 
I, I just never... Um, that whole, like, New York personality thing, like, I, I swear to God, every fucking New Yorker out there wants to be a thug. They really do. It's, it's just part of the, the fucking, the, the mindset of it. It is vastly different. You move from the East Coast and you start to kind of, like, cross over to, like, the, the Midwest and then the South. Those are, like, the three fucking, like, different personality types you have. You, you have, like, the, the East Coast crook, the, the wholesome Midwest. I'm so glad that we, you view the, ourselves as wholesome. I do usually, but uh, like um, encapsulated in a bubble sometimes. Yes. Oh yeah, you we're can't. Some, we're the bubble people. Definitely, <laughs> we are the, the bubble boys. Yeah, we are the bubble boys for sure. Yeah, it is literally like fucking. We there are we some, crank out fucking Jake some. Gyllenhaal's in bubbles, and we send them to cities all around the fucking country. And then, yeah, they're, and it's they're like, like a. Oh, I'm and, in the big city. Yeah, it's uh, Amish rung Springer for every <laughs> single one of them. And, and there are some that never leave the bubble, and they are just strangely demented individuals who are just oblivious to... Not all of them, though. You can't... I'm not saying all yeah. of them. I said some of them are just strangely ob- oblivious to the goings-on in the world around them. And it's... It's damning. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's like that uh, classic image of like how America sees itself with Uncle Sam fucking throwing the haymaker in front of the American flag and how the rest of the world sees it. And it's that fucking news article where it's like a, a, a fat man with no neck tries to trade a baby for 15 Big Macs. <laughs> <clears throat> if you've seen that meme, let us know in the comments below. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Merry Christmas, people. Yes, Merry Christmas, America. I know that <laughs> some people are working hard out there. I know some people are not working hard out there. I was not working hard out there today. I got to work, and I went in super late. That's why I, that's why I texted you. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be late as today. I was like, I, there's no way. I thought I was going to get it here at... I thought I was Why did you leave. censor yourself? We can say fuck on the on this. I thought I was gonna be late as fuck today. I I got to work like th- three hours late. I was like, I have so much goddamn time to make up. And I get to work and I Nobody's like there. I start working. Well, I knew there wasn't gonna be a lot of people there, but I still thought I'd have to make up the hours. Weren't a lot of people there. I go take a dump, I get off my phone, Start walking upstairs after Fucking I wash model, my hands. Model worker. Yeah, I wash my hands. I had I had started working, but I had drank some coffee, so because the body gone. But I'm coming upstairs, and HR is just like, "Oh, hey, make sure you're out of the building by 12:30. <laughs> We're locking up because it's Christmas." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I got here like an hour ago." <laughs> well, it was like two hours before that. I was just like, "Damn." I got lucky. Are the HR guys at your place just walking around like they're on another plane of existence? Not in like a high and mighty way, but it's like, do you even relate to people with pulses? See, as a as a floor person, looking right into the camera right now, as a floor person, there is a disconnect just between floor people and... Crystal, crystal Castle office people. Oh. 
Maybe more at a place like that. I feel like there is still a, like a place that I work at. But. I feel like it's almost just because of it's more so just because of how the buildings laid out. It's actually a trek for office. Hey, people Milwaukee's known get, for segregation, yeah. so yeah, it's definitely separated. But it's a trek for an office person to come out to the floor, and like the the few that do make that trek have a way better understanding what's going on but the ones that don't do it it's just like motherfucker you in fantasy land bro like you <laughs> you are just oblivious to what's going on uh it was actually i actually was sent a message by the ghost of sean sullivan uh sometime back because bob's burgers had an episode that referred to r.i.p it, by the way yeah it related to the the workforce in from like a, a dumbed down kids explanation where they were making basically pieces of wood with googly googly eyes on it with little basically planks from ed ed and eddie they were making plank from ed ed and eddie and they were selling them as part of this school entrepreneur entrepreneurial like program a pet yeah <laughs> the school entrepreneurial pet program rock. And there was the workforce, which was, like, some of the younger kids, and then the management team, which was some of the older kids. And the management team was just hoarding all of the, the funds to themselves and giving themselves Doritos and Mountain Dew parties while the, the workforce got nothing. That really struck home as just, yeah, that is kind of how it is sometimes. They're having meetings constantly, catering, and we're over here doing all the the hard labor and then restrictions come in the planks started coming out a little worse over time until people just weren't buying them anymore <laughs> check it out like honestly it was really funny it was a good God. episode thankfully i feel like the where i work is nothing like that oh and yeah you work in a donut right everything's a just a fucking circle it is a fucking rare place and these places are dying out it really is they really are <clears throat> But you work in like this, dude, you work in a place that is big enough for Bob and Brian to come and do a show. You te dude. Stefan texted me this week. He's like, dude, Bob and Brian are going to be broadcasting. Our radio here. show heroes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, they're just they're, a state. They're a Milwaukee staple. They're though. not my heroes, but I do love them. Yeah, I got a healthy respect for them. They've been on the radio since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember me and my dad used to listen to him all the time. Not, you know, he doesn't listen to him anymore, and I don't really either. But uh, definitely I have like to Milwaukee because staples. Pe just people do it. The person I work in the the office that I share, I'm in she the same boat. It. I'm in the same boat. And I thought I was going to be one of those guys when I started working there. I was mm -hmm. listening to it, but there are definitely tons of people there that still listen to him. But as I've said to you off the air, it just. Maybe it was just because I was a kid, but it's just when they get political, it's just like I feel like stop. they when not only because we were kids, but it was also because they were much younger too. Yeah, they were probably a little bit more keyed in to the the no ones ons the goings ons. I feel like the, you you have town. like an average. Uh, they probably cater more to like this area's like political base. Then well, they, we they, really feel like they do. They probably like. There's probably more people in the area going, yeah, yeah. Oh, there are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work with yeah, them. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, 
it'll be cool to see them. But I know, just due to the nature of where I work, they're going to be in a room off in a corner that somewhere. That was the fucking first thing yeah. I fucking said. It was like, they're, they're fucking Soviet spies confirmed. They've come to steal your fucking secrets. Yeah, but they're just going to stick them in a room in a corner somewhere, and I probably won't even see them. And uh, honestly, the last like show I listened to them where they were actually on site someplace, uh, they were like, you know, on the shop floor. Yeah, no, like, I hear I've, shit I'd going heard on. That. I've heard that a couple times. I think one time they were Milwaukee Tool, and another time they were at uh, someplace that makes lawnmowers or something. And it was just loud as hell, like all the background audio. It'll be cool though if they're there. I'd if I hope Rock's there because like Rock's the one I'd be like, hey, like. What do you do for your on-site sound stuff? Like, I know, I'm sure they have a team, but, like, mm-hmm. Rock is their sound guy, right? He's... He's uh, their yeah. audio engineer. He's, I wouldn't say audio engineer. He's a producer. He's a PA. Um, he also does, like, a bunch of fucking, um, like, sporting events. Yeah. Like, he... he <laughs> basically, my he knowledge... Does the Bucks games, right? Yeah. Uh, um, they had this old bit on this CD that they they have a they yearly they put out a cd for the mac fund um and one of my first cds from them was the cd called stench ranch and that's where they had the fucking um the kiss cam thing where they had like a it was at a washington wizards game and somebody came out to propose and the bride-to-be said no <laughs> in front of everybody. <laughs> nah. And so they just get Rock out there because they're like, hey, Rock, you do the basketball games? Why'd you get out of there? He's like, ladies and gentlemen, we have a surprise. <laughs> like, doesn't even miss a fucking heartbeat on that shit. He just knew exactly what to do. He's like, well, we do this fucking corny shit at yeah. my place, other place of employment. Yeah. I like Rock and I love uh, Fireman Jim, so... I know Fireman. Man, I miss Zabin, but I I like the new guy that they have. Who did they end up settling on? I think I, I don't heard think him they've the actually night. settled on him, but he's been. I haven't heard anything official, but he's been he's been on regularly. Because I know I I listened to him on one of my drives in for one of their trial periods, and I was like, this guy's is a no go. I'm just gonna scream. <laughs> yeah, it was like you're not Zabin. You can just stop. But you know, the new guy doesn't yell all the time, right? I felt a little bit of Zabin in me when i was ranting and raving about, about the fucking the chicago ketchup? dogs yeah. yeah i got that not the not the, uh, not the should i have done ketchup? this should i have done like a hand gesture like a pump the brakes buddy no 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 no, no. You, just, you just let it go okay. no it wasn't about ketchup it was just about all the nasty shit that they put on their fucking thing it's and not say, nasty you can't do it sweet relish and the hot peppers are they're good they're good well together i'm not saying the shit's nasty i'm just saying okay you the hypocrisy sh- of putting all that shit on it. You go to a Chicago place, and they, it's not like some culinary experience. Half the time, it's just, I'm just going to fucking blue, blah, blue, blah. I'm just going to fucking pile this shit on there and have, like, no ratios of, like, what actually makes it taste good. It's just going to be a pile. That's what I was after. <laughs> My my I I I I took it more as the hypocrisy of you're gonna put all this shit on it and then just adding one more thing tips it over the edge really yeah, yeah. Th- th- it was that too that was yeah. the that was the the cherry so here's my plan Bob and Brian are gonna be there I think hey 
Could, I, could I am, you sign this for me? No, I, I am going to get a picture with them. I've been listening to them for ages and like their Milwaukee stables. I'm going to try and get a picture with them. That would be cool. Could you take a picture of me that you could hold up next to you while you get a picture? Yeah, if you give me one. <laughs> it's on the, they come the 10th. Yeah, if you give me one for sure. Okay. I'll just be like, uh, yeah, get, can we get this in here too? And then I'll ask Hey, we do it. podcast, uh, you know. I'm not going to do it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to do any of that because that's, yeah, no that's shit. That's lame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take a picture of you, though, and I'll get them to sign it so you can Just frame be like, it. hey, you guys retiring anytime soon? Uh, which they're rumored to be. So, hey. Uh, <laughs> I believe it. I, like I said. Uh, stop seasoning those guys on the 3 o'clock show and just bring in some new boys, man. I'll stop swearing. I promise. I like the, I like the guys that do the afternoon. Uh, yeah, they're all right. I think one of them left recently. They did, yeah. Yeah. But I, I was like, I like those guys. They're a little more goony. I like that. Man, anybody they got who the, is the listening real... right now who is not in Milwaukee has no fucking yeah. clue or care what we're talking but about. But the the uh, the last point I want to make on this is that they used to have a, a two-man team before the guys they have now, and they got fired because they, they said they got too out of control on air. They were having too uh, much they, of a good time. Did they fucking tell everybody that the mayor of Milwaukee fucking died on April Fool's? <laughs> That's what got Opie and Anthony off there. You heard that story? No. Okay. This is fucking epically funny. <laughs> they get this fucking idea that, um, all right, we're, we're going to joke that the mayor of Boston has died. And we're just going to, the story is going to get more and more absurd as the day goes on. But they only got to get a few rounds of information off. And then the higher ups were like, you have to stop. We don't even want you to fucking mention this. And they were just like, oh, no. Like, because we were going to just ramp this up, tell people, like, we're like, there's no way this can't be a joke. It's April Fool's. This is fucking just getting more and more absurd. So they're just basically like, you can't say anything else about it. So it's almost like a world of worlds situation for, like, H.T. Wells. A bunch of people thought, thought it was the happening. mayor yeah, was yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. And that got them fired off of uh, terrestri- terrestrial area <laughs> uh, radio, as they say. Oh, wow. But um, they basically fired them, but they had to pay their fucking like, severance, or there was base- they had to finish their contract. They had to pay out contract, yeah. And they got paid millions for years to do nothing. I, I understand that. That's, that's something that, uh, just hey. happened, that just happened in my sports world with two of my teams. They fired the coaches for two of the teams I like, but they still have. Uh, one of them still it's not has the Packers, right? No. Okay. Uh, Coach Quenville got fired from the Blackhawks. He's still making six million for the rest of this year. Easy. I think he has two years left on his contract. Like he's just getting paid to do nothing. Like that's crazy. And people are like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna get rehired." Uh, like some like a lot of amateur fans are just like, "I'll get rehired somewhere." But if you listen anywhere else, it's like, why would he want to get rehired? He's getting paid to do nothing, and anybody would pick him up. Like, he can just sit on his ass and get paid $6 million. You got this, this on cam? Uh, no, he's just out of all of the cams. The cat is on the middle of the table. Literally humping the laptop. Yep. Can't. Just can't see him. Oh, well, fuck it. Merry Christmas, kitty. I got something for you. It just doesn't feel like Christmas, though, without the snow. We did, uh, I did Candy Cane Lane this week, which 
If you're in Milwaukee and it's Christmas, there are two, there are two, three blocks of Milwaukee that are dedicated to having ridiculous Christmas lights. Yeah. No snow. Could you? No ma- magic. Could Could I move in there and not do it? There were some houses in there that didn't do it, and it was like. And then there were houses that did stuff that made no sense. Like one of them had okay. So there were a couple houses that didn't have anything, and a couple a couple raunchy jokes went out about it. Holiday. A couple a couple a couple raunchy inappropriate jokes went out about it, and then, uh, one of the houses that I will remember had a entire display themed around the TV show The Golden Girls, and it was like <laughs> keeping Christmas golden. And it had just like a bunch of word, but like I couldn't figure out what it was because when we walked up, it was just like a bunch of word bubbles with like weird phrases. It was like, "Oh, Christine, you shouldn't drink that," and it was like, "What the is what the fuck is going on with this house?" Stefan, uh, can we can we go there and uh, I'll take a piss on you <laughs> <laughs> right in front of the sign. And then, like, as we got closer, there was a huge sign, and it just said, Keeping Christmas Golden. It had, like, a caricature of the cast. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, there's the obvious houses with the Jesus nativity scenes, the penguins, the claymation standard Christmas movie, which escapes me finding Rudolph or whatever, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You know you know what movie I'm talking uh, about. Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. Those. The, and then there's not, a Golden uh, Girls one. Like, what does Golden Girls have to do with Christmas? I don't know. They just like their fandom, I guess. And I guess it's just going to become the, the fandom season. Decorate your house with whatever fandom you're There into. were no Christmas lights. It was just these word bubbles and spotlights. It was just like... What the fuck? Did somebody else explain to you that these word bubbles were quotes from the Golden Girls? No, it's something I pieced together, and everyone else was like, oh. You cracked the case. You cracked the case of the Golden Girl. Maybe that person in the house is just like, hey, come over, piss on me. It'll be the most Merry Christmas for me ever. (laughs) Yeah, you open the front door, there's just a huge tarp laid out. Just like, this is where we'll do it. We're ready for wet work here. Yeah. Oh man, what was what was that in uh, horrible, horrible bosses? bosses? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> Are you going to do? Yeah, the, that's the, why the German, I fucking mentioned the that German one. Australian guy or Aust- Australian Austrian guy that comes English. In. He was English. I thought he was just I, English. I he had like a Austrian German. Speaking type. of wet work, I really gotta pee. Oh man, come on, man, we got ten ten minutes. I know. Left. I've been holding it all episode. I broke the seal before you even showed up. I was. It was like. 30 minutes before, I had already taken, like, two peas, and I'm like, ah, this is not going to be good later. (laughs) Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I have to pee. Merry Christmas. Uh, Dead air for... Dead air golden... I'm not going to go right now. I'm going to fucking gut it out. Um, So what what has all happened to you through this week? That was pretty much all my stories. I had the deer... Nothing, man. Don't don't put me on the spot. I got nothing to fucking toss in for, like, personal experiences. I've just been, like, sitting at home, getting fucking fat, working. I've been working on, like, doing fucking technical drawings at work. Nobody wants to hear about that shit. Your boy needs to fucking get out there. And get in a fight with a hobo or some shit. Just so I, <laughs> I got a some... story for you. Yeah. I was out drinking on Brady Street, and this hobo comes up. He's like, "I need twenty dollars," and I was like, 
no, and I just punch him in the face. <laughs> oh, man, if yeah, you, you need something. Just uh, keep going on with that. It's like, oh, last week on the show, I actually pissed my pants. <laughs> I, I really wish, though, that there was some snow here and some ice. Like, I had some, some intentions. Shit, there was ice. Not really though. That I had melted. some intentions to go like outdoor ice skating. Like nothing's frozen over. Thinking of ruin just... your skates. I want to. I got the throw. I want to stimulate the fucking economy and like go ruin my sharpening job in one fell swoop. Uh, the I have the throwaway skates, but man, I tell you, I didn't have sharp skates for that game last Saturday. It was like trying to move through a sand dune. Mush. Difficult. Stefan on moosh moosh. Yeah, and then I just you know you get extra winded. It was it was rough. <clears throat> I had a game on the the first. If you want to come out, it's from nine to twelve. It's a tournament. Wait, like the New Year's Day of the first? Yep. I don't know about that one, bud. I'm gonna have beer on the bench. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Scoop me. Maybe do the scoops so I can poops in the litter box. So you want to share with me the details of the last story that we have that you sent me about this guy hurting himself in an air mattress explosion? Okay. I so don't understand how this could happen. The funny part about it was it, it created an explosive environment because he was trying to inflate his air mattress with fix-a-flat. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if he actually like had a flat and they just like if his air mattress had a hole in it and he just selectively like let that out of the story. But even so, if you are putting fix a flat into a tire, you have to drive so it spreads around and gets like pulled through the fucking outside of it. Yeah. He basically was spraying fix a flat into his air mattress. And just letting the fumes probably go out of the hole. And then a candle, it's Christmas, Merry Christmas, uh, ignited the fumes. Happy holidays, wow. <laughs> and it looks like this was a trailer. And... It's, dude, it's always the fucking trailers with the fucking uh, the fires, man. Well, we had um, a guy who tried uh-uh, to... Uh-uh, uh-uh. Patrick O'Reilly, or Patrick O'Neill from Cannibal Corpse had a large I wasn't talking about him. ...home. Which I wasn't talking I about have, him. I have two things to talk about, actually, on this case. Just let me say, the fucking previous stories we had on here was the dude who was trying to fucking get the spider orgy out of his house. Yes, Also the lit his, yes. his trailer on there. And then there was a guy who drank way too much vodka and wanted to make cookies and burnt his fucking parents' trailer down, I think yep. it was. Something like that. All right. <clears throat> so... The Cannibal Corpse guitarist story. We did that episode. And not even the next day, I saw a guitarist that I follow on Instagram post a, my friend, Patrick, whatever, the guitarist of Cannibal Corpse, la-di-da, has an upcoming court date. Please support him through this GoFundMe. <laughs> I guess I could understand why he probably has 
a bunch of shit. He, he's probably going to jail, yeah. if not prison for a bit. And he probably has a bunch of shit that he will not be able to settle. Just like personal stuff as far as like finances that he will not be able to wrap up by that time. And once you are in jail, you cannot personally take care of those things. Like uh, sit on the back burner. Yeah, like uh, if you have a bank account that has shit just automatically drawing from it that through bills you're responsible for paying for, it will continue to draw from it, and it is very hard to get that shut down. Uh, yeah, you need an outside person for that, huh? No, in a lot of cases. Like, you you have to do it yourself, and the state just makes it impossible for you to do. Not that I'm saying, like, this guy didn't do some fucked up shit and deserves some punishment. It's just, you know, there's... Just the, the premise of the GoFundMe is... The the premise of GoFundMe has just been is just so damaged. Like whether he needs it or not, it's just so damaged. Like you've seen the GoFundMe this this just this week where this Florida man opened it up, where he's just like, oh yeah, you can fund Trump's wall right here, and right. he's gotten four million dollars. Which, by the way, I saw an article about somebody who did the math. By the year at and this current like, rate, it was like current one rate, It was like two. It was like ridic- a ridiculous yeah, percentage away from rate, being one percent of the total yeah, that they like, needed. At this current rate, you might get there by thirty, thirty-four or something. Like I don't think people comprehend the the concept of a billion. Yeah, it was just like, but yeah, just keep dumping it to him, and more than likely, this dude is gone. Like he's just taken. I I saw a couple posters. If this dude is scamming he just took like the first Mm -hmm. bunch from like the first day and a half and just booked it out of the states so there's also i don't think you get funded until you actually meet a goal like you have to meet your goal in order to get funded depending on like certain stipulations so you can't just do that um but there was another guy who started up and all because of the publicity that this one got he set up an account um uh 200 million dollars to build escalators over the wall if that gets funded <laughs> and he clearly states it's like this is this is just a uh a hyperbolic uh response to this i don't actually expect to be building escalators over the wall we will be giving this to charities for people who actually need it it's all pretty crazy, and then I, I read a couple possibly fake comments about ha- running your own GoFundMe's. But the other the other thing I wanted to bring up was... Should we set up a GoFundMe? Let us know in the comments below. To take Bob and Brian's spot on Milwaukee <laughs> right. Radio, because that'd be a sweet gig. Um, we'll get our own radio show with Blackjack and Hookers. hookers. <laughs> um, so the other thing I wanted to bring up was... I... S- Parting around at work, I saw a BBC interview with James Eames, I believe his name is, or Jared Threaten. You remember the band Threaten? Yes. And it had a bit of a interesting narrative. I don't know if you remember much about the Threaten case. Yes. So, we briefly talked about the Threaten case here, and I, I had really gotten well versed in it other than i had seen a couple headlines but i read this bbc article and it was pretty interesting do you remember my take on the threaten the threaten article at all no 
Okay. So the original case that was laid out was Jared Threaten, of, who formed a band called Threaten, went on a tour across Europe, and his band was supposed to have an incredibly large draw. They were signed to a record label. They had a number of Facebook followers, a number of music videos of him playing to sold-out crowds. He had... Um, a pretty large following substantially on the internet if you did like a few Google searches. But a story broke during that time frame where it came out that on this cross Europe tour, this was all revealed to be a ruse or a facade where they weren't actually signed to a record label. The record label company was something that he had fabricated. A number, yeah, all of the likes were actually bought. The people did not come to the concerts. The concerts were 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 sold out. Supposedly supposed to be sold out, but they were empty. Oh, but way to way to fill it there. Too. Interestingly <laughs> enough, this news I just story, filled something myself. This news story from the BBC broke, and it had an interview with Jared, a number of the previous bandmates. And it had some in-depth sleuthing. So, this band's tour, he recruited all fresh musicians. They practiced for a number of months leading up to it. This sounds like the one guy who's still on the harp machine trying to make it work. Or the... Or, um... Who's the dude that's the only guy left in the faceless? That's... Michael Keane. Yeah, Michael Keane. Still trying Um, to make the faceless work. But they actually had a following. This is like one of those yeah, cases with that, nobody who his, follows them. His is apparently more <clears throat> related to a drug problem. Hit, yeah, a drug issue. Um, we'll, we'll get into the Michael. Yeah, back Ke- into we can get into the Michael Keane stuff some other time. But the threatened story, the BBC got was like was like, do you want to do an interview? And at this point, Jared Eames or Jared Threaten, as he goes by, had declined all of these. Um, he's wait. He's holding out for Ellen. So the. The BBC interviewer got a scoop from one of the guitarists that he had picked up, and the guitarist said, gave an in-depth look into what the tour was like. So they they practiced for three months, and they were like, oh, yeah, this threatened thing looks like it's a pretty good deal. We looked them up on the internet, blah, 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 blah. And then we practiced, and then we took off, and he said we'd get not a very large sum of money. It was like some $300 or something, and then... That eventually changed to where it was like, oh, that's actually our budget for like the tour. And they got out there and they thought the first couple nights it was just like, oh, this is just like a bad promoter. But this all kind of snowballed until basically the entire band except one guitarist left. And they were just like, this is all a ruse. Like, I got emails from some friends. Like, these news stories started breaking after the first couple dates um, that this is all fake. And reading through this interview and watching all this unfold, which was stuff that had already taken place through some of the news stories, if you read them, but getting Jared's perspective, because they finally had a, an interview with him. This dude tried to make it sound like he was the mastermind between all of this and the collapse. He was like, I was the one that sent emails to these news sources 
that actually ended up breaking the story that this was all a big fake thing because what I wanted was no one to show up and then on like the last day of the tour a bunch of people come out and just be like fuck you and then I wouldn't even play a note like I'd just leave but they interviewed a couple more people like his own brother who was in a um they refer to as an extreme metal band I think it's a black metal band that I'd never heard of but he was like yeah my brother's a con man like you can't believe anything you say so you can't believe anything he says but just reading this whole story seeing it all unfold and then the actual fact check at the end which was he sent the Jared the the emails that Jared Eames or Jared threatened claimed he sent was like 10 days after the story had actually broken or something like that but he had lists of fake accounts he had made to comment and like all his stuff like the videos shoe nice style yeah the the videos he had he had mashed together with like sold out crowds and himself basically playing against a wall with some some stage lighting let me interject a little bit here I do not feel sorry for these musicians or anybody involved with this who thought it was a real deal because if you fucking look and just listen to the music, it's shit. It's faked. Nobody would, in their right mind, fucking like this unless you just let that little part in you that's like, oh, I'm going to get to go on tour and be famous and do this thing. I haven't actually checked it out yet. I just read this story. Dude, I, it is so egregiously bad that it's like eh, there's no way this was, can be fucking real. But what was real. crazy to me was through this whole story was this dude has a long-term girlfriend who was part of this I'd I'd say she's part of this scam too. And it's just like it seemed odd to me that I mean maybe they picture themselves as Bonnie and Clyde's but how could you How could you really, I guess when you're caught up in part of a scheme, it's hard to realize that somebody might be also scamming you. I, you know what I mean? Like that's, that was my whole thing was like, oh, this dude pulled, like pulled this big con off. Like, how do you, how are you not concerned that he's conning you in some way? I don't know if this was necessarily a con or if it's just somebody trying to cover after the, after what happened i kind of oh, think the, the the statements he gave definitely gave me the impression that he's just trying to cover but he was he he the statements he made were stuff like well having been in the music industry i thought i could just do all this myself having like you don't need industry. you don't okay. need an agent or this stuff you let can me just let me let me let me get my two cents in here what i really think he did was he played one aspect of the game that you have to play when you do this just a little bit too hard he didn't do any of the fundamentals he didn't do any of the groundwork didn't do any of the musicianship where it's like you have to have good music that people want to listen to then you have to get people to actually show up at your shows and then you have to play this whole fucking long con game where you have to fake it till you make it with networking he just fucking networked way too fucking hard and got ahead of himself and faked the other stuff and without the other stuff that is a huge fundamental of creating something that you can actually sell to somebody. 
he doesn't have his like his um which we're in the process of doing finding our first like 1000 people who genuinely want to listen to all of our stuff my you have to find those people otherwise you have nothing you absolutely have nothing my, my take on it was i don't know if i actually verbalized this analogy last time but it was a lie that's got sp- that spun out of control like uh mm-hmm. when an investment banker's like oh yeah if you give me some money i could get like this big return and maybe he thinks he can do it at first but it eventually snowballs into an issue i know you've heard it's like stories um, like this sometimes this is the whole mentality that facebook was built around they very much so built around you know just go fast hard and loose with what you can do and then worry about you know the what comes afterwards as an afterfact which i kind of think is a good way to go about things it's where just, you're just trying to like um it, it not necessarily in hindsight now that you know we've seen what a juggernaut facebook has become because they've operated so loosely for so long and not i mean it's regulated. coming down now yeah that it's the coming hammer out the is fact, coming down it's now. coming out that the fact that some of us knew for a long time and turned a blind eye to, but uh, the fact that they're literally making all their money by just selling everything they said. But not to get too far off topic, it doesn't matter. They've already accomplished their goals as far as making their mark, getting something out there, and making their fortunes, basically. I mean, what is this fucking slap on the wrist that's coming from the government. Oh, it'll be nothing. They're, they're not going to throw him in jail like, or anything like, like that. It's just like any high-value c- crime of somebody with that... In the Facebook case. It's, it's like any high white-collar crime. Mm-hmm. Just like, at that point, it was worth it. And you're getting the lightest slap on the wrist. And you can turn around and you already made out like a bandit. Like, that's something that's extremely frustrating. So, not to get... To the Jared Threaten case... Yeah, I want to get back to that. To the Jared Threaten case, it's it's hard for me to understand how... I feel like it was a con, though. Because in part of the story, he's like, yeah, here's all the burner phones I used. You don't think you would have had a realization when you had to buy... He had, like, 10 to 12 burner phones that he had a picture with, and they said there should be more, which I don't necessarily believe that comment. But once you get to the point where you're buying, like, three burner phones to keep a lie spinning for uh, promotional movement, I feel like you'd have some sort of wake-up call of maybe I'm getting in a little too deep. I guess at that point maybe you feel you're too deep and you can't get out. But I think the hope was that after having the you'd successful have a tool, that's yeah, you'd the, have that's a the investment banker thing you, where it's like we'll fake get it through. Payout. You fake it through it, and then you get all the stuff that comes along with it. Yeah. But the that's perception the inv- of it—that's the investment. The banker perception of that is essentially sale. wrong because the when you go to a place that you have never been before, it's the, it's the polka thing. It's the polka king thing, where you get in too deep, and you can't get out. Mm-hmm. It's the polka king. He got polka king. Yeah, he is the modern day. Yeah. He's, uh, but we're not going to call him the metal king. But no, not at all. Oh man! But let's yeah, fucking, check, check the let's interview. Let's get Jack out. Black, the fucking star in a movie that we fucking let's called, sell the screenplay called Jared. Jared Threaten. 
Except we gotta we gotta <laughs> get uh, Jack Black to start. We gotta it. flip the the name so it'd be get Nick Gwen get be, Nick Gwen to fucking be, shave I'm his a, beard and fucking be, play I'm threatening a, guy. It would be I'm a Jetton. That would be the name of our movie. I'm a Jetton. <laughs> All right, I think it's time to check out the article though on BBC. I with think Jared it's also Gretton. time to check out. Yeah, oh, check. Come. You want to go another half hour? No, you guys can all get lost. It's Christmas. Last Christmas, you gave me mm, your heart. The very next day, you gave it away. Uh. Night, everybody.